Hey everybody, we are here live and ready to bring you some cool news. Hey, hey, hi. Hey, hey, hi. Right. All right. Uh, so welcome to the Double XP Podcast, your source for video game news, nonsense, and all the silly stuff in between. Mm. Again, my name is Mike, also known as Biogamer, located right below my fun little rotating face. That's right. And my best man over here is... My name is Plethringa. Uh I go by Patrick in real life, and you can see all that right below me. Uh, follow both of us on Twitter and Twitch, and you can follow the podcast on Twitter and Twitch and YouTube and all the other places you listen to podcasts at, because that's where you're going to find us. Anyway, hey, we got a lot of good stuff this week, I think. I feel like we did. Uh-oh. Or I feel like we do. Well, uh-oh. We got a follow by Mr. Doc Holiday. Oh yes, yes. Thank, thank you, thank you, thank you. Hey, uh, a lot of good stuff going on this week. Uh, at least in the video game world, uh, there's you know video games. There's always a little bit of something going on. It seems like. Uh, but I really want to know, Michael, what you've been up to this past week. We'll get into the news here in a second. Holy crud, what have I not been up to? Uh, let's see, between the days of Tuesday and today, I've put 1,200 miles into traveling. Oh. Right? Holy crap. I've been all over. Uh, That's a lot of traveling. It is. It really is, especially in three days. Uh, yes. I went from home to Memphis back home, then home to Chattanooga to Knoxville to back home, then home to Paducah to back home. Wow. Yeah, so just literally just stretching out all over and bouncing right back to the middle of Tennessee. That's a whole lot, goodness. Yep, but that's work for you. We have a new demo launching tonight at midnight, and it had to be up and ready for it to go live well, when stores open tomorrow. Well, whatever you got to do to make the make the bills get paid, right? Exactly. Exactly. So you really haven't been playing much of anything. Nope. I mean, I have been playing. Uh, I've been playing the Switch a little bit because I can lay in bed before I pass out and get like a race or two in, but I got Crash Bandicoot Nitro Racing remastered. Yeah, that came out just and, uh, just this week, didn't it? Yeah. Ah, and cool. I was like, mm, I want to use my Gamers Club Unlock, get 20% off, and then I had a gift card, so I paid fourteen ninety five tax and all for my copy. Oh, heck I yeah. I was like, heck yeah. That's good stuff. Good stuff. It is. Uh, Patrick... I want to ask you how you've been, but I'm going to be a little jealous because of what you have to say. <laughs> so Wednesday. So we did our podcast last week on Tuesday because I was leaving to go out of town. And uh, Wednesday night, right in the middle of some awful, awful storms in, in Middle Tennessee, me and my wife headed out and we went to Panama City Beach. And we were yeah, there until Sunday. And boy, was it fantastic. We got to celebrate our anniversary and it was like a baby moon for us because our baby is due July twenty second, and right now it sounds like it's uh, like he's still on track when it comes to growing. So uh, we're still looking at that date. Jessica had a uh, had a doctor's appointment today, so everything's good and everything's rocket. Baby looks good. Baby is healthy. Everything's good. Good for her. Yeah. Uh, besides that, I've been working. So Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday I worked. Um, Video game wise, uh, I didn't play much of anything last week because of uh, early wheat being cut down and going to the beach. Uh, but 
I guess I'm still playing Clash Royale on my phone, not doing very good right now, but uh, I don't know. I think I'm going to start doing... So, okay, I I've been playing Star Wars The Old Republic, but I think what I'm going to do to uh, add some content to this Twitch channel, and maybe even the YouTube channel, uh, and you could do this as well, uh, Michael, but uh, like download some games. Like pr I'll probably download like free MMOs and just play like a, like the first hour it and then put it on the YouTube maybe to help me get some more game time in I haven't been playing enough that's that's one way to do it I know I have all my stuff just automatically linked to my twitch channel so it just goes straight there yeah yeah that's nice but uh yeah that's a that's that's a good idea why did I not think of that I, mean, I don't know okay, you're, I was you're just brain, watching so well no I, no I was watching uh well, I guess like game trailers, but that's not what I'm thinking of. But some, you know, IGN and other places like Reviews. that do these things. Like, where, yeah, they'll just do like MMO things where they play like the first hour an hour of an MMO and then give their opinion at the end. Like, what? Like, I can do that. I love Amazing. MMOs. You love MMOs. I can download MMOs and play the first hour of them and decide if they're worth playing or not. Yes, yes, you can. I can download other games and do the same thing that are not massive multiplayer onlines. Yeah. Because too many people freak me out, especially when it's on one server and the server starts glitching and the next thing you know, I'm walking through a wall. Yeah, that does happen sometimes. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, so what, oh, what do we got? Do? Uh, what do we got with, uh, I guess we're still doing our iTunes thing. Still, yeah, uh... we're still doing iTunes. Uh, it's, it's been very funny. I've been going back and forth with them. And like every time I check our website, it's just like mm, analytics not available. Analytics not available. Oh, like I have checked you for six days straight. Why are you telling me you're unavailable? And what that means, guys, is get over to you. Get not YouTube. Get over to iTunes. You can find the link YouTube too. in our panels down below on the Twitch channel. You can find the link in the YouTube video if you're watching it. Get over to iTunes and uh, give us a follow, a rate, a really high rating if you don't. It was a high one to help us out anyway because I don't know. I think we're pretty cool people. <laughs> Leave a comment. Tell us cool. what you yeah. Tell us what you think about the show. Tell us what you want to hear about. Anything like that. Uh, be sure to do that because that will help out a lot. Also, I need to push that more on social media. Mm hmm. I do what I can. I have my discords. That's about it. Yeah, but I need to do it on Facebook. I mean, we get family and friends in on this. True. But then again, uh. we've got tech-savvy family. My family is not all that tech-savvy, but hey, we can work around that. I know. Well, my family is tech-savvy most of the time when I explain to them how to do it. Mm. I'll have to figure that out. Because I don't, know if, I don't know if any of them have iTunes, much less listen to podcasts. I mean, Spotify and Google, Podbean. I mean... Jim. We'll get to the rest of them extremely soon. I just got to sit down and start going through every podcast service out there that doesn't charge an arm and a leg. Jim's here. Jim's in chat. What's up, Jim? Hi, Jimmy. All right. Well, let's, uh, that's been good talking about our past week, but there has been gaming news the past week. I think we should just dive right in head first, see what we got going on this week, because let's say there's some pretty interesting stuff going on. Yes, there is, and I guess I will start it off. Uh, what? No, that, okay, that's, sorry, 
I'm trying to get the release date corrected, but it keeps popping up the original release date, which was in 2001. Wait, what are you talking about? I'm talking about my very first article of news, which is talking about how Devil May Cry 1 is coming to the Switch. Yes. Yep. Uh, All I can so see this... is 2019, though. Yeah, it it's it's out. But I do not have the exact date when it came out. It says, Capcom brings the original Devil May Cry to Nintendo Switch this summer. According to the tweet from the official Devil May Cry account, pricing and release dates were not announced. Okay. Yeah, well, it's uh, out now for 20 bucks, so... Yeah, exactly. Uh, this article is coming from Polygon, which was dated for May 6th of 2019. Unlike the Devil May Cry HD collection released on console and PC last year, this appears to be a standalone title recreation. To that, the decision has mixed some Devil May Cry fans. Seem happy to see that this is coming, but not Devil May Cry 2 or 3. Uh, the biggest thing is what I want to read from is from Kotaku, brought to you by Heather Alexander. Uh, this was stated for Tuesday. She was just basically pointing out all the aspects of, like, we're extremely happy as Devil May Cry fans, because I know I'm a DMC fan, uh, to see a reprint over on a new system, such as this handheld, but it is extremely janky, her words. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's, what I, that's what I've heard. I, and I, I don't know. For me, I feel like the Switch is a decently powerful system. You should be able to make good ports, but I think they're just doing them quickly. A lot of games have ended up like this, but they come out so fast. Mm-hmm. I think they're mm-hmm. I think they're lazy ports. And that's my thing about the Switch is I can understand like if it's in like handheld mode, yeah, it's going to be a little meh. But I sure. feel like if you're going to dock it and then it's going to run off that HDMI cord and all that fun jazz. It should at least, you would think they'd put some type of technology inside the dock that would basically up the processing of it. Yeah, processing of it. Sure, allow you to boost specs or whatever. Yeah, like not just like one grade above. Yeah. Because that would be tremendous. Yeah, I know what you're saying. I I agree too. Because this is an issue that I'm going to talk about on another game that I... Uh, ended up not even like because of this issue, I decided to steer away from buying it for the Switch and I bought it for the Xbox One. Yeah. Well, and buying it for the consoles, you can get like all three Devil May Cry games for like 30 bucks instead of one for 20. Exactly. But I mean, and, you get the luxury of playing anywhere when you have the Switch. So pay for the luxury. Yeah, it says uh, Devil May Cry is a little rough on the Switch. The games fix camera controls and stiff controlling can make certain boss fights fights tough english is hard english is hard it oh is. man especially when you uh when you speak it as a first language wait uh-huh. that should make it easier no it makes it harder don't, <laughs> don't listen to them of course oh so continuing on with the switch stuff uh, yeah. I see here that uh, Switch fans are not happy about a game. Yep, Bloodstained Switch owners are not satisfied with their version. This is coming from a Game Informer. Other people have got the exact same article in different words. Yeah. Uh, so 
this is a crowdfunded game. It was on Kickstarter. It hit its goal, and it finally came out last week. The thing is, it came out on PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC last week. The Switch version was delayed a week to optimize. Uh, that's this week. Now that backers are purchased the Switch version in their hands, they are not happy about the quality of the port. Uh, just due to the fact that it is a high-action Castlevania-style game. So you're looking at jumping, flying, hovering, uh, dashing, and a lot of hack and slashing. And it's not keeping up with the frame rate at all. Yeah, and it's becoming See, a that's, big... That's one of those things I'm talking about, lazy ports. Even though it's not even a port, really, it's, it's a release. Yeah, it's making it feel... The low frames per second is making it feel significantly slower laggy and sometimes even loses inputs blurry textures and missing effects like the rain and the opening scene a resolution going as low as 540p and an overall darkening game darker game making platforms hard to see uh-oh yeah so it's becoming a big uh and all these issues right here this is literally why i bought it i got the game because i knew i was going to buy this game yeah. I was a big fan of Castlevania-style games back in the day. I bought it on Xbox One, though, because I have a One X, and if it's going to up its ordeals and play it on my 4K TV, then have at it. I would rather sit somewhere and play it instead of being able to take it around with me and play it. But if I can avoid crappy frames per second, along with bad framing and loss of things and not being able to see the platform I have to land on, I'll mm-hmm. be okay with that. Yeah. Yep. I, I, I don't, yeah, I just don't, I don't get why, if you're going to put it on the Switch, like, make it good. And you can't tell me that big games can't run on the Switch when we had Breath of the Wild, which was a huge game. But that's the thing, Breath of the Wild was made for the Switch. Like, it's right. literally its but, home console. Right, but, I mean, if you're going to make the game, I mean, just, I understand you're going to have to make two versions of it, but you're going to have to make two versions of it. It's a totally different system run on totally different specs run with totally different hardware. I mean, it's being run with a, with a uh, cartridge instead of a disc. I mean, I don't know. I feel like it's something that should be taken into consideration, but it's just not, or it's being half done with a lot of games. I, mean, I don't know. That's what's making me wonder. I, I want to see how The Witcher 3 is going to port over. Because it's yeah. coming soon to the Switch. I think it looks like it'll be a little... Ugh. Doesn't, a little I mean, ugh. the graphics aren't there, of course, but... I mean, the Switch isn't known for it. I mean, what's the highest resolution a Switch can have on handheld mode? Like, uh, Is it 720 or 1080? Uh, hold on. I don't want to lie to people. Switch resolution. Also, Haxian just said Mountain Blade, Banner Lord, Vaporware to never happen or promise to become one of the greatest video games of all time. Uh, well, since it was announced back in like 2012 or something, I don't see uh, I don't see much hope in it being the best game of all time. If it even ever comes out. About. It was it was just supposed to be this medieval like RPG style game. Oh, and gotcha. it was it was announced years ago. I mean, like six, seven years ago, and uh, it's still not come out. And I'm not actually sure if it ever will. Uh oh. I don't know. People keep like 
I think like videos keep coming out about it. I think they even had a closed beta. So maybe, maybe, maybe it'll come out, but I'm still not convinced. Mm. So it is 720 handheld. This is the original, this is the original screen resolution, 720 handheld. And then it can be scaled up to 1080, uh, if your TV allows it. And then there's literally from Kotaku. This was posted on June 13th of this year. Uh, the Witcher 3 on the Switch runs 720p docked and only 540 handheld. What? Yep. What? Why? I, I mean... <sighs> Here we go. You gotta look at it like this. That game is originally, what, maybe a, a 50-some-odd... It's a... 50 to 60 gig game. It's a... Yeah, it's like a 64 gig game, but it's gonna be like 48 gigs on the on the cartridge. Well, yeah, I, hold on. I, I mean, and you don't, you won't have to download anything onto the. Uh... Oh, that's yeah, three on the switch. So, uh, let's see, I, I read it. I read it just, just recently. How what the size of it's going to be? Witcher three. Oh man, that makes me mad. Seven twenty docked. That's ridiculous. Oh, they they moved it down to roughly thirty two gigabytes in size. Oh. Don't drop it. Bring it back up to like forty eight, and let's run it full size. I just wonder how that's going to help with the load times on the Switch, because I can tell you right right now, I don't know how it is for other systems, but the Crash Bandicoot game I got, yeah, it is literally. It takes maybe a good 20 to 30 seconds for each race to load every time. Oh, wow. Loading in and loading out. So load times are very meh with the Switch right now with ports. Yeah, they need... But, like, Switch games made for the Switch, you're not seeing any of those issues. Because they're accounted for at the very See, that's, that's why I think, like, if you're going to make a game on the Switch, you need to make it for the Switch. But, I mean, that takes more time and more money, but I don't know. Like, don't sell out. Like, I don't I think you're selling, I think the game companies are selling themselves short. Not making a uh, a good game for the Switch. And, and with the potential of the Switch, especially being a handheld and console, I don't know. You could probably I feel like it's more like the more. companies are pushing it as a, hey, we have this whole other audience who has this one system and our game's not on it. Let's get our game on that so they'll buy our game. Yeah. And then you have those freaks who will buy the same game on different consoles. Yep. Which I don't understand that either. Hey, now. I'm, I'm <laughs> Actually, that's games. not true. I do have games on Xbox that I also have on computer. So. I was going to say, there are games I that I have that, on I guess that all one, two, three. I have three systems. Well, Five, if you count old gen. Oh goodness! Uh, same game on five different systems. Pax the unjust asked. So if PS5 comes out next year and Xbox Scarlet, even whatever Xbox is making, it's already been announced. Xbox Scarlet, Project Scarlet, will Switch remain Nintendo's premier console, or will they move to next gen console? Uh, the Switch will remain the next. Will remain their console for at least a couple more years. Yeah, I mean, they never upgrade. I mean, they went from the Wii to the Wii U. That was a big gap in between. Now the Wii U to the Switch. They'll probably throw out a new DS. Uh, we could see a new DS. We could also see 
and, and I think they're going to do it, uh, but like a lesser version of the Switch coming out, as lo- uh, and they'll also so, make like a normal Switch, but with a new new hardware update. Yeah, the Switch not was power hard due to a fact that uh, there was a uh, there's a company who literally started selling the case and screen protector for it. Yeah, and leaked the images of it. Yep. Which they're saying the Switch Mini is supposed to be a Switch with where the Joy-Cons are a part of it completely. Like, the Joy-Cons do not come off. Right, and it's and it's not going to be as powerful. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't see... I don't... Nintendo isn't going to come out with a next-gen console the way that I would like to see them come out with a next-gen console. They're going to become... The next thing they come out with will be innovative again, just like the Wii was with its motion controllers and... The Switch was with its versatility. I mean, the next thing they're going to do is going to be, I don't know, unique, creative. So it's just the way Nintendo gets their sales. Mm-hmm. Even though they have the money and the technology to go absolutely overboard, but they're not going to. Well, not going but, to. I mean, hmm. don't get me wrong. I mean, we could be seeing. I don't know, at least 1440p on the next Nintendo like resolution, but I don't yeah. see them pushing 4K or 8K like the other ones are like the other ones are claiming. Hmm. True high definition, I think, is coming in Nintendo's future. But I don't, I don't know. know. I feel like they're gonna they're gonna milk the Switch as much as possible. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Like I, mean, I said, it's gonna be it, like how be a while. Xbox made the Xbox One. And then they made the Xbox One S, then the One X, now the yeah. One Sad. Yeah. That's, I, mean, I mean, that's what the Switch is going to do. Yeah, I mean, Microsoft is making all these different versions of their main console that they launched years ago. PS4 did the exact same thing. PS4, PS4 Slim, PS4 Pro. Yep. They're not going to make a PS4 Sad, because that's just dumb. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Switch. The Switch will... Uh... We'll be around for a while before we get another, like a next gen Nintendo console. Yeah. So I'm okay with it. I mean, yeah. I haven't had an issue out of mine. I like mine. I like the way it handles. There are some port games that I do play that you can notice, like, really, really now? Come on now. Yep. But, but the Switch I mean, is such a cool console. It's such a cool concept, like, handheld, portable console that just goes right to the TV. Yep. Just, <sighs> play play yeah that's that's wonderful yep i gotta get it because pokemon's coming out for it oh sword and shield so soon but yet so far away i know can't wait i know there's a lot of games i can't out wait ah <sighs> anyway let's ah yeah enough about the switch enough about the switch yeah Man, okay, news. so, so uh, here we my go. My favorite game stuff. designer, uh, Double Fine, has launched the trailer, and it is a different trailer than the one we saw at E3. Uh, this was at the Game Awards of 2018. Uh, they relaunched it and had a sit down press conference with Tim Schafer, the creator and CEO of Double Fine, mm-hmm. and also the creator of Psychonauts 1 and 2. And the trailer basically. He sat down and went over every little aspect that was going on inside the trailer to give you more of an in-depth feel of it. Uh, the interview was with IGN, and 
I'm extremely ecstatic for this game. <laughs> like you don't understand. Like I've stated in prior episodes, uh, this, this is my game. I mean, half of my channels are modeled after it for crying out loud. Yeah. But Schaefer goes into detail about what the what is entailed for the game. You can see how uh, Raz has become a full-fledged psychonaut. You can see how he is starting to travel into new minds, how you're seeing old characters appear in the new style life and their new designs. You can see the new roles that they are taking on inside the psychonauts, uh, along with new enemies, new powers, and a uh, new mystery character, and along with more... Uh, main characters whose names and details are not yet revealed. But this game comes out Q4 of this year. No no release date announced just yet? Nope, just Q4 2019. Oh, man. Yeah, trust me. I, I cannot. I can't wait. I even tried to go back to the Figs account where instead of using Kickstarter, they used Figs to fund it. Yeah, and I was like, "Can I? Can I up my ante? Can I pay more for something better?" Because <laughs> right now I'm still at the "I'm the milkman" status. But if uh -huh. you play the first game, you'll know who the milkman is. Yeah, well, I guess I, I'd have to play the first game. Yes, yes, you have. You must. I don't even know how to get the first game. Is uh, it available? Steam? Steam. Oh yeah, I forget. I'm sitting here on a computer, and I forget that I have it. I haven't had a computer in so long that I forget how much stuff is out for them. Like, I just I mean, assume that's... I just... Yeah, I guess I could put it on the Xbox somewhere. I mean, no, Xbox computer. 360, Xbox One has it, PS4 has it, Steam has it. Uh, I don't know about much else. Yes. I mean, what is, hold on. What's on your shoulder? Uh, a heating pad because at work today I was literally walking into the warehouse and I went back first because I was talking to somebody Yeah. and when I was backing into the warehouse someone decided to open the door and my shoulder blade literally jammed into the edge of the door yeah, that's my nice. shoulder out of place that's nice so I have been dealing with uh, a dislocated shoulder for a three and a half hour drive ugh and so I've been heating it nonstop because it just takes the pain away. You got it. Did you get it popped back into place? Miranda, my little sister, ended up doing some type of weird conjiggering, and I felt it, and it felt decent. And I was just like, I'm gonna heat it from here on out. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Anytime you dislocate something, when it gets back into place, it's. It, it, I'm not gonna say it doesn't hurt anymore, but the relief, like it's like a oh. Exactly. Much better than it was. <laughs> oh man uh just to let you know psychonauts is 85 percent off with the steam summer sale making it a full total of a dollar 49 oh my gosh one dollar so if you have a dollar 50 you can go buy the amazing game on steam oh yeah dude steam's the steam sale is going on right now and it is awesome there's a whole bunch yeah. of sales going on right now too i think isn't isn't origin going on doesn't origin have a big sale going on i don't know i haven't looked at origin i don't ever get on to origin let's say i haven't looked at origin uh but double fine is an yeah. amazing company they even have a bundle sale going on listen to this you can get all these games for 1819 
Psychonauts, Costume Quest, Stacking, The Psychonauts Original Score, The Psychonauts Original Soundtrack, Iron Barrage, The Cave, Brutal Legend Soundtrack, Brutal Legend, Oh, Brutal Legend. Dude, Brutal Legend with uh, Jack Black. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Broken Age, Grim Fandango Remastered, Massive Callus, Massive Chalice. Massive oh, I was chalice. like, oh, that's yeah. gross. <laughs> yeah, right? Massive, uh, massive chalice. chalice. Soundtrack, Hack and Slash is literally the name of the game. Nice. Uh, Space Base DF9, Broken Age Soundtrack, Grim Fandango Remastered Soundtrack, Day of the Tentacle Remastered, Full Throttle Remastered, and Psychonauts Rumbus in the Ruin. You can get all these games for $18.19 right now. What was that name of that tentacle one again? Uh, Day of the Tentacle. Day of the Tentacle. Yep. That sounds like an anime. You would think so, but it really looks like... Uh, More like a hentai game. It, like, the art style reminds me... Uh, I don't know if you had it, because you were, you were homeschooled entirely. Oh, come on. It was a thing like we used to watch in elementary school, and it was right, like this one guy... And his best friend was like a robot. Wait. Oh, I don't know what you're talking about. You don't? Okay. I don't remember their names, but there's something like we always watch in elementary school. That's how the art style looks. It's like very cartoony. Hmm. But well, it does not scream anime or any form whatsoever. Okay. Well, Day of the Tentacle is probably a pass for me. Yeah. But if you want to, $1.49, $1.50 will get you Psychonauts. And then you'll have a good eight-hour gameplay. Unless you want to get all the fun nooks and crannies, then you'll have like a good 11, 10-hour gameplay. Yes, yes. Oh, boy. Yeah, the Steam sale is looking pretty pretty boss right now. Uh, Yeah, considering I got an email the other day saying literally everything on my wish Wish list list was on on sale. Yeah, nothing on my wish list has gone on sale. I haven't gotten that email yet. Yeah, I haven't really updated my wish list. All old stuff. Oh, I keep stuff I keep I'd still very, like, but keep a very close tack on my wish lists because birthday's around the corner, so I have to keep sending stuff to Miranda. That's right. Birthday? That's next month. It's the twenty second, yeah. isn't it? Yes. It's the same day my kid is due on. <laughs> exactly. Like you two could share birthdays. I know. This has been one of my major points for the past. I know you three keep weeks. saying it, and it's funny because every time, every time I think about your birthday coming up, I'm always like, "When is this birthday?" That's the twenty second. <laughs> if you say that after your kid is born, then we're gonna have issues. Yeah, yeah, you're right. What, what <laughs> When's your birthday? <laughs> When's Alex's birthday? Ah, <laughs> oh, that's right. Alec and you have the same birthday. That's gonna be fun. Oh, yeah, well, it'd be easy for me to remember. Exactly. All right. Uh, next topic. Let's read one of yours, because I've already gone through, like, four of mine. Yeah, okay. Uh, good out here. I'm just going to go straight to... Uh... Oh, no, we're not going to do that one yet. We're going to talk about Esquires. Okay, so I just came across this. I literally came across it today, and I was like, oh. Huh. Now I started to read it, and then I was like, you know what? I don't want to read it yet. I want to read this live, like, with you guys on this podcast. And the title is 
the 15 best Mario games of all time, ranked according to Esquire. Uh, and it says, with Super Mario Maker 2 coming out this week, by the way, it's literally coming out tomorrow, right? Right. If, if you're watching this on the day, actually, I guess it'll be today by the time this thing gets posted. Regardless, it's coming out on the 28th of June. Day, last week, two years ago, whenever you were watching this. Uh, so let's say we're revisiting 36 years of excellent Mario Brother games from Nintendo. So here we go. It starts out with number 15, Super Mario 3D Land. Came 2011. Out in, came out in 2011. Okay. Didn't even play that. I believe I did. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, because it was for the 3DS. Oh, okay. Well, I probably okay, should have played it. Okay, this next one, I never touched. Super Mario RPG. Oh, man, I thought that would be higher on the list. Fantastic game. Absolutely fantastic. It's an RPG, and it's Mario, and it's good. It's old school. Look, I mean, he's riding Yoshis. That says anything. Well, I mean, from... I mean, this is, <laughs> this is like uh, more yeah. of an audio entertainment after a while. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's true. Uh, by the way, the picture shows him riding on Yoshis, and they're all different colors. So It's like a Yoshi farm. Yeah, so if you're listening to this, that's what I'm looking at. Anyway. He's looking and, at the Yoshi farm. Uh, our universe made by the masterminds behind Final Fantasy was really astounding. Yes, as it was a fantastic game. Super Nintendo, guys. Super Nintendo. Uh, number 13, they have Paper Mario, The Thousand Year Door. Thousand of I didn't play any of the Paper Mario's. Did you play any of the Paper Mario's? I played the first Paper Mario, like legit Paper Mario GameCube. Was it, it? It looked pretty good. Was it good? It was. It was decent from what I remember. I think I was like eight or nine. Yeah, I, I know it's been a while since they came out, but oh yeah, whatever. I, I I didn't own any of them. I guess I think my cousin owned it, and I think I played it at his house a couple of times, but I never really played it. it looked pretty interesting though. Be able to switch between the 3D and 2D stuff. Yeah. Super Mario World 2, Yoshi's Island. 1995. Oh. Comes in rank 12. That was rank 12. Yeah, okay. That's, yeah. I don't, would have, I would not say this, that was better than uh, Super Mario RPG. Yeah. It was actually kind of annoying because he always, it was like Baby Mario. And whenever he, he screamed in his dumb bubble, see? Right there. Look, you see this right here? This description? I mean, I could just read it. Much like Paper Mario, Yoshi's Island is responsible for one of the game's most identifiable looks. In it, you play as Yoshi protecting Baby Mario with egg-throwing mastery in a beautiful hand-drawn-esque style. It also made you pull out your GD hair whenever you lost Baby Mario and he screamed in his dumb bubble. That's pretty much how I feel about the whole freaking game. Regardless, this game was fun. Well, it was a bubble screaming nightmare. Goodness. <clears throat> Coming in at number 11, they have Super Mario Bros. 2. 1988. was good. It was good. They probably got it placed just about right, depending on what the other games are. Uh, I mean, number 10 is New Super Mario Bros. Wii. 2009. The new Super Mario Bros. Wii. I didn't have that. Did you have it? I, I didn't have it either. It looked pretty good. I didn't ever I play it, though. The only thing Mario-related I owned on the Wii was uh, Smash and... I thought you had Mario Galaxy. Kart. You didn't have Galaxy? I don't think I did. Huh. Well, whatever. Speaking of Galaxy. 
Nope, that's not Galaxy. I was like, yeah, speaking of Galaxy. Nope. Number nine, new Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe. Okay, then. I didn't have that one either. Yeah, I didn't have a Wii, Wii U, U, though. Uh, I had a Wii, and I was like, I don't want to buy a Wii U. Buy an Xbox One. I understand that. that. Out. So I did. Well, I did. My wife bought it for me, but whatever. Number eight, they oh. have Super Mario World. Oh, so, oh, nope, that's not what it is. Super Mario 3D World. Mm. Uh, their way to a 2D Mario, the game was port. Better yet, new Switch years. Hopefully, I meet again soon. So, okay, huh. which which uh, console did this one come out for? I believe 2003. I think this was the Wii. Uh, I want to go back and get that. I wonder if it's literally Super Mario World. Like, Super Mario on the Super Nintendo World? Yeah, it was... But in 3D. No, this is Super Mario 3D World. Is that what we're talking about? Yeah. 3D World? Yeah, so it was made for the Wii U. Wii U? That's why I didn't have it. Yeah. I didn't have a Wii U. You can get it for the low, low price of... The Wii U? 634. I'm not getting game. a Wii U for... I mean, if there was a Wii U for 634, I would literally get it right now. I don't Almost think there is. $7. That's right, no doubt. That's after taxes. It really is. Number seven, Super Mario Galaxy. Which, by the way, was fantastic. Severely underrated, though. I thought it was really good. I don't know. You didn't have it, though, did you? No, I was actually reading the caption beside it. Yep, it was it was really good actually. It was the successor to Super Mario sixty four, sort of. I guess just by the way it played. Super Mario sixty four. Now that that was a game right there. Ooh, that game changed my life. Anyway, number six, Super Mario Bros. The original, actually, yeah, definitely the original, nineteen eighty five. Oh yeah, look at that! Ah, classic. Classic. No saves. You best beat the game before you lose all your lives or else. Mm -hmm. That's basically what I remember of it. I literally have it in the closet with my Nintendo. There you go. Collect that dust below later. That's right. Super Mario Odyssey. Did you play Odyssey? Uh, yeah, I own it. Is it good? I enjoyed it. It took a different spin on Mario. Uh, all the different outfits were weird, but I really like Cappy, the hat. Yeah. Okay, so would you put it above, say, Super Mario World or Super Mario Bros or any of these other ones? Uh, I mean, if you're going off of like... I mean, I know it looked What it good. brought to that genre, to that era of time, I'd say no. Okay. That's probably like just due, due due to the fact about what you had available at that time. Like again, nineteen eighty five. Mm -hmm. I feel like Super Mario Bros. Like the very first one. Yeah. Oh, it's good in sixth place, but I feel like some of these other games don't deserve to be higher than that. But that's just me. Yeah, Besides especially number with two. number two is good words at. Well, I haven't gotten down there yet. I haven't read ahead. Uh, Haxian just said Mario. He he's saying Mario Kart Wii number one question mark. I don't know. Uh, we'll have to see. We'll get there soon. Maybe, number maybe not. Four Super Mario Galaxy two, which I did not play. Nope. I guess I wouldn't know. 
I mean, but Super Mario Galaxy 1 was pretty good. Oh, man. This one's probably my favorite. Number three, Super Mario World. Is that the one where you got to play Yoshi finally? Yes, I guess. I mean, it was the one on the on the Super Nintendo. It was absolutely fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. You go to the Star Place, all the different places. I don't know. Just really good. Came out again mm. for the uh, 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 Game Boy Advanced, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah, fantastic. Oh, the game that changed my life. Number two, Super Mario 64. Guys, when I was a kid, I never played a 3D game. And in this game and Legend of Zelda, Ocarina of Time came out. And those two games on the 64 were being 3D, moving all directions. Holy crap, blew my mind. Absolutely oh my blew God. my mind. Pokemon Stadium came out. Oh gosh, that also blew my mind. Right. But this game blew my mind first. Ugh. So good. I only remember it because there was a painting you could jump through. That's how you got all that's how you got to the levels is you jumped into the paintings. Yeah, but there was this one no, I think it's you go stand in the middle of the room and look up at the sky and then yeah. you end up like in a different world where you're flying with your wings in your hat. Yeah, you end up you end up flying through the sky. Yep, yep. you're right. And if you stood still long enough, uh, Mario would fall asleep. And then if you let it, if you let him sleep long enough, he would be dreaming, and he'd be like, he'd be like a spaghetti, a son, a meatball. <laughs> it's it was, so stereotypical. It's so good. And I was like, oh my goodness, he's dreaming about food. <laughs> he is a plumber. Oh man. Can you just imagine going to work one day like, it's my first day as a plumber. And then the next thing you know, you have to jump on people's heads to bash their skulls in. And then you have to go save a princess. And she's like, what's going on? Yeah, I know. It's crazy. Hacks the Ingest said Nintendo 64 or the N64, as everyone called it. It's still uh, an interesting console. It's worth buying if you're a gamer. I completely 100% agree. Mm-hmm. I this think the console was classics. fantastic. Oh, yeah. I mean, the game, the, that console is full of great games. Like, I'm okay. We're, we're about to do number one. Uh, and it is a really good game. Number one is. But uh, I'm just surprised Mario Party didn't make it on here. Mario Party didn't make it on here. Mario Kart didn't make it on here. No, but number one was Super, Super Mario, Mario Bros. Bros. 3. 1990. Oh. Yeah, that one's pretty good. Uh, was it the best, though? I don't know. It was dang good. Mario, Okay, Super Mario World... Super Mario... Super Mario Bros. 3 and Super Mario World and Super Mario 64 are definitely the top three. So I think they got that right. Ugh. I don't know how... I didn't play Super Mario Galaxy 2, so I really don't know... I don't know how much better it was than the old ones. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, I think they got the top three right. But I think Mario Party deserved to be in this list. And I think uh, some of the Mario Karts probably deserved it. Mario Kart Double Dash for sure. Dude, Mario Kart Double Dash was so fun. Dude, okay. You know what? Mario Kart, all the Mario, like the Wii, like Hack said, Mario Kart Wii was fantastic. Uh, Mar- I mean, if you want to go in that, like Mario, the DS Mario Karts were fantastic. Like Mario Kart 8. 
Fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. Yep. I don't know. I don't know why. Mario Kart is fantastic for the Switch. Yes. Probably yeah, good on there, too. Oh, it is. Trust me. Me and Brett play. Hmm. Yeah, anyway, I think they got the top three right. Uh, the rest of them are questionable, especially with Super Mario RPG being like number 14 or whatever it was. Yeah, number 14. I think it should have been higher on the list. Absolutely. Actually, it's so good. I haven't, I've, I never bought it. I just had a friend that owned it and I played it all the time and uh, I absolutely loved it. And then I played it on emulators and beaten it that way. I cannot find it for sale at the local game stores that sell these games. I've looked and I've never found it. But I haven't been in a while. I need to go back and see if they have it. I'd totally buy it. Play it again. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's the top 15 Mario games. According to Esquire, that is not according to me or Michael. Their opinions do not, uh, not come up for us. So that's not our opinions. No. Even though we may agree a little bit with some of them. Some of the rankings, ours. yeah. Uh, some other stuff we got on the list here. Uh, we got some upcoming things that I wanted to take a look at. Uh, even though, okay. So, MMOs. We got some that are already out. We got some that are coming out. Uh, but really, the whole idea behind this is for me to to uh, mention that I'm probably going to me and Michael both uh, I don't know Mike you might be doing other stuff on the Twitch I, well, anyway this channel the, the Twitch channel if you're listening on any other form uh, the Twitch channel is also going to be active I don't know I'm not overly active I would say but somewhat active with us trying out games maybe giving some reviews and they'll go up on YouTube and stuff but uh, the reason why I wanted to bring this up uh, is there's this is a whole list of MMO games that have come out li- this year, last year, and have yet to come out. And uh, it's found on nerdmuch.com, and it's probably not a comprehensive list, but there's some really good stuff on here. And there's some that I'm going to end up playing, and I'm going to let you guys all know about. And you'll be able to watch us play them live here, and you can watch it later on the YouTube, stuff like that. Uh, but there's some cool stuff like Legends of Aria. I really want to play that. Uh, Starbased <laughs> sounds really Aria. cool. <laughs> I know that's my dog's name. Exactly. Yes, Blood is an MMO guy. That's MMO. <laughs> that's true. Oh, yeah. That is true. But uh, just something just came to me. World, World of Warcraft uh, Classic, by the way, guys, coming out uh, later this year. That's big. Yep. Uh, the only one I'm it. looking forward to is number six, which is final, which is Fantasy Star Online. 2. Oh, me too! I can't wait. Me neither. Uh, let's let's. Oh, I have an idea. So once so a month, all right, we'll figure out the date later. But the idea is, let's play. Oh yes. Oh totally. We'll we can do let's plays. That can be involved yes. in. With the whole trial of stuff, we pick our favorite ones, do Let's Plays on them. Or what other people want to uh, see Let's Plays on. Yes, and we can either do it via separate, or since we literally live five minutes away from each other, we can do it together. Totally. Uh, there's also another one, and I don't, I haven't seen it on here yet. And I, all every time I go to look it up, I always forget the name of it. Hold on, I'll figure it out. Uh, You'll figure it out. Maybe it was on here. Maybe that's it. It is on here. 
Uh, Chronicles of Illyria. Oh, what number was that? Uh, it's towards the bottom. There's a number beside it. Uh, I'm trying to... Yeah, okay. 13. Oh, no, it's it not says, towards the bottom. It says it's going to be released in 2020, uh, but it's got a really big Kickstarter. Uh... Let's view that Kickstarter. Kickstarter. Uh-oh. I'm kind of looking forward to uh, Crownfall. Oh, yes, that is on here, but the developer is so yes, you're right. Ashley Creations, maybe. Chronicles of Valyria. Dude, Chronicles of Valyria. I've been interested in this one for a little bit. Chronicles of Valyria, if you don't know, uh, it's going to be pretty much a do-whatever-you-want game. Yeah, like Second World or Second Life or whatever it was called, but crazy. It raised $1.3 million out of the 900000 that it only needed. That is, that's pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. Quests aren't repeatable. There are finite resources, which is something that a lot of uh, a lot of MMOs do not have. And it's going to have a closed economy. Uh, have fully destructible environments. Uh, uh, yeah, so there's that. Uh, isn't there a game coming out? Or is it already out? Where if you die you take the place of another person in the game like it's just another random person it's not an mmo the only game that comes to mind for that is watchdogs legion that's what i'm thinking of that, that sounds like a cool concept because literally if your character dies and you just take over another npc which no longer is no longer an npc yeah they become a playable character Crowfall. Crowfall. If you're looking for a Game of Thrones simulator with, with players battling for the right to the throne, check out Crowfall. Uh, it recently, uh, recently funded Kickstarter game that hit over $1.7 million. It's a sandbox MMO and will contain five systems of worlds known as campaigns, and each role will have a different set of rules. Yeah, that, that sounds like a really fun game, too. Me. I know. Again, just looking forward to Fantasy Star Online. Yeah, that's me. That's probably the only MMO I'm actually looking forward to. I'm all about MMOs, so... I'm not. I'm more of a, like, a... Give me a good online co-op, or give me a good story-driven single-player. Uh, Haxian just said, I feel like Chronicles of Illyria is going to be an open door to Grievers. I don't want to be a negative Nancy, but I just get that feeling. I, uh, I think... I think... They have brought up the uh, Griever thing with that game, and there's going to be some se like severe punishments, like prisons. Like if you get caught grieving, in in a certain way, you literally get your character thrown into prison for like real world time. Uh, if I remember right, if it's that game, it may be a different game. But what? for just grieving. Like, if you, like, there's going to be, like, laws in the world, and if you get caught, character literally goes to jail. Okay, so if you are a bad person, you can go to jail. Yeah, like, uh, and it, I'm, I'm almost certain that this was in Chronicles of Illyria. Dang it, now I cannot remember. Now, now I'm second-guessing myself. Regardless, uh, the idea is that grieving is in the game. Like You can do stuff, like you can kill characters, you can can uh, like destroy uh, property and stuff, but if you get caught by the in-game 
police or security or whatever, like you can get thrown into jail. And I think, oh, and also I think you have to pay back like the stuff. Like, so if you destroy their house and their house had this much cost in it, you have to pay them back for all the cost. Something like that. It's going to be like they're trying to make it realistic. Like, hey, you can do it, but there's going to be consequences. So I've heard. Who knows? We won't. I guess we won't actually know until the game comes out. Mm. Teach people real life experiences. That's true. Yep, that's and true. Real life consequences. Yes. 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 Uh, I'm actually now. I'm really. Uh, I'm really curious as if. Yeah. Okay. Let's see. Right, okay. Crime in Illyria takes many forms, such as breaking contracts, stealing, forgery, and killing. Bounty tokens are used to incentivize bounty hunters, lawkeepers, or hired mercenaries to, to find suspected criminals. Once detained, suspected criminals, criminals can be tried using the judicial... Yeah, okay, so there's going to be a whole judicial... Judicial, judicial system. Like, I... Uh, Okay, so attempted murder is a is a criminal offense, and a witness, which might include the victim, may choose to issue a bounty token upon the transgressor. When someone dies, there is a two and a half hour lock on their spirit loss. So players can only lose two days of play time per two and a half hours. However, there is no cap on spirit loss for, for committing crimes. So if one player kills another three times in a row with within two and a half hour period and is caught, they will suffer a minimum of six days of spirits loss, spirit loss, despite the, despite the victim only serving two. So, oh. Yeah, so, so literally they can't play the game for six days? Uh, I don't know. It may be six in-game days. I, I, I originally thought it was real, real world days, but now reading this again, I think it's in-game days. I wonder if in-game days are like an hour each. I don't know. Uh, if you do do things like that, you become known as a griefer. Uh, that is, if they develop a very negative in-game reputation. Others can refuse to let them into their settlements. As those players need to eat, drink, and sleep, they would no longer have such easy access to these resources. Stuck in the wild with no food, no water, and no support structures, griefers quickly realize that the game's social mechanics does not support their activities. Additionally, the punishment for, for a crime accounts for the fame of a person wronged. Because more famous players have a higher spirit loss when they die, murdering a king, for example, incur, incurs a higher penalty. Also, uh, because of the way the world works, uh, like you can get voted in to be king or chosen to be king of a kingdom, part of like an area of the game. Like that's, that's freaking cool. Anyway, real world societies inside a game. Yes, players can be bounty hunters, hacks. Uh, I guess you can do that as a job. I don't know. I don't know. This game just ugh, it looks so good. I think they've done a lot to really help. Things like that. Yes, good. Ugh. Good, good, good. All right. Uh, we got we got a big topic. I don't know if you want to go on to that or if you want to come on past that. Maybe look at something like that. Uh, the release. This right here. I'm highlighting it. You are up here. Back oh. up here. Yeah, I already have that one pulled up. I'm just like, I can't see you. Yeah, it's okay. We'll look at that one. 
Okay, so uh, next ordeal is about GOG Galaxy 2.0. This thing is so cool. In one place. Uh, I'm just going to call it GOG. GOG. I like GOG better. That's easy. GOG's Galaxy 2.0 closed beta has started, hoping to bring all your launchers together. Uh, This is coming straight from GOG's website. uh, Which is overclock3d.net, by the way. Yeah. So, GOG Galaxy 2.0 closed beta has begun, giving access, giving select gamers access to company's unified launcher, which hopes to bring together gamers from multiple platformers, giving the PC gamers all the place, all their titles without constant launcher switching. Uh, within the Galaxy 2.0, GOG plans to offer games the gamers the ability to see their friends' achievements across platforms, multiple storefronts, sync servers. Uh, game libraries in between devices, even on the cloud, utilize existing GOG features like cloud save and gaming overlay. And I think this more. sounds so amazing. This is still open for access to sign up for the beta. Uh, you can get through their website. Just know it, they have this literally listed. But note that this time we're only doing select users. Just because you sign up does not mean you're guaranteed access. Yeah, so give them an explanation of what this actually is. Okay, uh, so a good way to, uh, like, a good way for my brain to functionality is, is we all have digital streaming. Uh, you have, like, okay, here's me for an example. I have Amazon Prime. I have Google Play. I have Vudu. I have iTunes. Instead of me going to all those different apps... I can literally go to an app called Movies Anywhere, and it connects all four of those servers, and I can watch all my movies and videos from all those libraries in one area. So Galaxy 2.0 is basically bringing the same thing, but for your PC clients. So instead of going from Steam to Epics to EA Origins to Ubisoft Store to the Xbox Store to Battle.net to... What is that other one? I'm just reading these off my brother's. Epic Games. I already said that one. Oh, whatever. Oh, no, whatever. You, I don't. Those are it. I, I don't care. So it basically <laughs> gives you that one center that hub one? that, that brings like one? those six together. Did you say Battle.net? Yep. Never mind. Battle.net, Continue Epic on. Games, Steam, Xbox, Origins, and Blizzard. Ubisoft. Blizzard's got to be on there. I thought Blizzard was Battle.net. Ah, maybe it is. Shoot, I'm it launching Battle.net on my. It totally computer. is. Don't don't listen to me. Just just move on. Yeah, I'm, it is. I'm an idiot. I'm just a, I'm just one of the idiots that hosts this hosts this podcast. The other one sits next to me. <laughs> hi. Nope. Other side. Oh no. Where? Oh yeah. Hi. There you go. <laughs> Look, I'm backwards. I don't know. <gasps> I just kind of remember so, yeah, I always really point cool towards the TV that's launching right now. I cannot. Uh, I I want to see what that does. Like, uh, if it's anything, I hope my brother gets it so he can hopefully delete a lot of these icons off his desktop. All right, I just deleted all the icons off my desktop, which means I got to go actually search for the apps I want to use. Stuff. Oh no. Yeah, makes it a little bit annoying. But whatever, looks cleaner. Um, yeah, it does look cleaner. Like, literally, my laptop has maybe two icons on the front of it. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else is in the start bar. Oh, actually, I do have one icon, but that's because I literally can't delete it. It's the recycle bin. 
Oh, it's true. You can't. It won't let me delete it. No. Which is you can't whatever. delete something that you can't delete the trash can. You can't you can't delete something into the thing you're deleting. Exactly. Because then it's just gonna be like, uh, what? Oh man, that would create a black hole. And that would that would not be good. That's a paradox waiting to happen. It is a paradox waiting to happen. Holy crap. Oh my goodness. I just clicked on a link at the bottom of this thing and it's from May 24th. It's not new, but Gigabyte teases the world's first PCI 4.0 M.2 SSD. Holy crap. That's that's ridiculous. Anyway, not important. That's not part of what we're talking about. So, uh, yeah. Anyway, Galaxy 2.0 looks freaking Freaking sweet, guys! Mm -hmm. Playing all your games from all the all the hosting servers, all the things into one program. One program. Hmm. So easy. Like the movies anywhere for video games. <sighs> that need that that needs to be done asap. A sapple. A sapple. A sapple. Yes. What we got next? Next up, let's talk about something that got announced today, and okay. I was extremely excited for it. Oh my gosh, I never did watch this. Oh no. Yeah, Wait. You're supposed to watch it. Go watch it now, and we'll talk about it. You can literally talk about it on stream. You're talking about, we're talking about the, uh, the, the trailer yes, for... About, we are talking about Pokemon Masters. Pokemon Masters is the upcoming mobile game. Sorry, I have a wedgie. Wow. Oh, yeah. That is... That is something. Look, I'm in a leather chair. This thing is not very sliding friendly. Oh, oh my gosh, I put in Pokemon... No, not monsters. Pokemon monsters? I must, monsters. I must have went down to it. Pokemon Masters trailer. Click. I'm literally going to be watching it as you're talking about it. So Yeah, so Pokemon Masters was announced today. The trailer came... Well, it wasn't announced today. It was... The trailer was launched today. And literally, it is a, a mobile app that is coming out extremely soon. They said it's going to come out the summer of 2019. And summer just started, what, a few days ago? Uh, Like Officially. this week? Yeah. So, I mean, we have now all month of July and a little bit of August, I believe. And it is a mobile app to where it is 3v3. Uh, you partner up with a Pokemon of your choice, and it's called a sync partnership. And you go out into the world, and you can team up with different trainers, gym leaders, and elite four uh, masters from previous Pokemon games, what? TV shows, and series. And from there, you make your own team of three, and you go up against other people trying to become the Pokemon Masters. What? On a new island. I forget the name of it. It starts with a P. What? But the trailer is literally like... Uh, the trailer is literally four minutes long. Yeah. Fantastic. You got... Uh, Misty, another gym leader, and some <laughs> random person I don't remember, and they're all three going up against the Elite Four Dragon Trainers. Oh, that's cool. You each only get one Pokemon? Yes, you each get one Pokemon, and the Pokemons will have four moves apiece. They'll also have special moves, so if your Pokemon can Mega Evolve, it will Mega Evolve. If it can take on a second form, it can. Uh, 
And then also on top of that, you can have what's called sync moves, which is where you and your Pokemon will do a special move together, kind of like a Z move. Oh. Uh, and also the trainers can be effective into these battles by doing, I believe they said... I'm just running through it really quick. It's like right here. This game is that they are three-on-three team battles in real time. Whoa. Obviously, this is an animation, but still. They did like a whole like anime like mini episode for this. You get badges and stuff? Yep, you get badges. That's Erica right there. Trainer moves. Oh, what? Is that the ones that are like combined moves? So trainers can also do moves towards their Pokemon to either heal them or boost their stats. Oh, interesting. Yep, because you get... Uh, it's kind of like uh, you'll have the special power bar at the bottom, and each move will take up so many blocks of the special power bar. And over time, it just regenerates itself. And then you'll do oh. the 3v3. Wow. Dude, this looks freaking cool. I know. coming out this It's coming out within the next six weeks. Uh, so cool. They have all like the characters that fit together in the shows and games. Also, I pictured Haxorus being much bigger. Brock's Zinc move was literally him putting his fist out, doing a cross, and then apparently doing that, he went Super Saiyan, his tank top blew off, he was half naked, <laughs> and then Onyx basically demolished the Pokemon in front of him. Oh my goodness. Sorry, I'm still watching this. It's only got eight seconds left. Summer 2019. Oh my goodness! Can we pre-order this on on our phone yet? No, pre-reg isn't available yet. Oh my goodness! Trust me, because I went and tried to find it. That needs to hurry up and happen. That needs to hurry up and happen. Right, a three v three, and then you can just go around and fight other people. Ugh. Ugh. Looks. That looks. Oh, it looks so good. Looks amazing. Okay, yep, I'm sold. I want it. Well, it's free, so we're good. Yes. That means there's gonna. You think there's gonna be pay-to-win mechanics? Uh, do you mean <laughs> surprise mechanics? What? Yeah, due to that lawsuit that uh, the U.S. Congress has going against other companies for using loot boxes and pay-to-wins. Yeah. They have to use a different term, which is called surprise mechanics. What the heck? Surprise? Yeah. You can't even call it pay-to-win? Well, guess what? It's still pay-to-win, so... Yeah, it's called surprise mechanics. That's stupid. Yeah, that's life, though. People are trying to find loopholes so they don't get sued. Well, I'm going to sue them anyway. Yeah. Oh, does this game have surprise mechanics? <laughs> yes, yes it does, but it does not have loot boxes or pay-to-win. Well, it's pay-to-win regardless, so... Sue! See you in court! I don't have the money to sue somebody like that. No, trust me, it's not fun. If I do, they'll want to settle with me instead. I mean, you can always go with the lawyer who doesn't get paid unless you win. 
Yeah, we can do that. But yeah, Pokemon Masters is coming out, and it's coming to your mobile phone near you, uh, Android and iOS. And we uh, all you know were... you have a phone near you. <laughs> Mine's know, literally sitting right there. Yeah, that's double true for you. Yeah, my personal phone's right here. Where's your work phone? <laughs> Somewhere in my guest bedroom. Oh, not right there with you, is right now? No, no. Mm -mm. How about that? It's, it's after hours; it can go away. That's right. Don't want to hear from. Don't want to hear from work. Nope, not at all. Oh man. Okay, so I'm gonna move on to some news, uh, mm -hmm. and I'm gonna. Oh, I see. I'm gonna move into some news about. Uh, uh you know what? Let's just shoot. No, we're gonna we're gonna do that news together. Uh, let's move into some news. Not news, but uh, I want to talk about some uh, things going on. You know, this uh, this month and next month because. Now that I'm all hyped up for Pokemon. I'm all uh, fired up. I'm all fired up for Pokemon Masters. Uh, let's see what I can be fired up about uh, you know, next month. Since we're coming up to the end of June. Ain't that the truth. Where'd it go? Anyway, so things coming out this month. Well, there's only one more thing coming out this month. But uh, next month as well. Super Mario Maker comes out literally tomorrow if you're... Well, we're recording on the 27th. You're probably listening later than that. So today or a few days ago, Super Mario Maker on the Switch, June 28th. Mm -hmm. And then in July, we have Dragon Quest Builders 2 on the Switch for July 12th. Also, we have Fire Emblem Three Houses. Looks fantastic coming out on the Switch. On the Switch on July 12th. Also July 12th, yep. Beyond Two Souls is finally coming to PC on yeah. July 22nd. How about loot, that? Loot. That's Alex. I'll be turning level 26 on that day. Alex, uh, due date. Who, due knows? Date. Who knows when he'll be born? Sometime around there. Oh, uh, Kill the Kill, PS4 and Switch, yes, July 26th. I'm it for, I, I, I have all my fighting games on. What fighting game do I? Okay, so, yeah, I'm going to get it for the Switch because uh, My Hero Academia, I have it. I have the fighting game on the Switch, so I'm going to get this anime fighting game on the Switch. So, okay, the Kill a Kill game, is it like a fighting game like Mortal Kombat, or is it like a 3D? It's a 3D fighter. Did you ever play any of the Naruto's? No. Oh, okay, so instead of it being like side 2D side-scroller fighter, yeah, it's the camera is at like an angle behind you, and then you just rotate around the map. Okay, so it's like that one Dragon Ball fighting game. Mm-hmm. Okay. Raging Blast. Sure. I don't know. I don't know. There's a lot of floating around islands and stuff. Oh, you're always no, behind you're the character. Oh, maybe, maybe so. Not the Xenoverse. new one. Not the new one that was announced. No, not Kakarot. Oh yeah, that was that one. Never mind. Yeah, you're probably right. Xenoverse sounds right. Yeah, you're thinking of Xenoverse, but the game really kind of mimics after uh, Raging Blast. Raging Blast was a 3D fighter. Okay. Where it was just 2v2. It was 1v1, and the camera was like in an angle behind you, and you could just, it, it just followed you around. And then you had your strong, your light and fast, uh, your dodge, your counter, and then you had your four special moves and your one ultimate. Yeah, I see. I do remember this game when it came out. Yeah. I don't stop up. So that's the way Kill a Kill is going to be. Yep, yep, yep. Cool. Also, July 26th, uh, PC, PS4, and Switch. Wait. Not Xbox? 
Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure. Uh, that seems a little off. Wolfenstein Youngblood, but I'm pretty sure that's coming out for Xbox as well. Oh, let me look. Wolfenstein. I'm not giving y'all, like, bad information. We don't need that. Uh, I mean, it's on a Microsoft store. Wolfenstein, according to Bethesda.net. Wolfenstein Youngblood, that is. Wolfenstein Youngblood, $29.99, available July 25th, 2019, 11 p.m. Uh, it will release on Xbox One, PlayStation 4, PC, and Switch. There you go. Yep. That is according to Bethesda.net, so official. Wolfen Wolfenstein Youngblood, which I haven't played any of the Wolfensteins, but they look freaking fantastic. And I'm, I played the very, very, very first Wolfenstein that came out like years ago. Yeah, it looks fantastic. I'm gonna, I'm gonna play it. I'm, I mean, it's on, uh, it's on Game Pass right now. That's true too. There's also some big releases come on later in the year, but uh, there's a bunch of release dates that haven't been released for later in the year as well. So we'll do those later. Because, you know, it's Why only not? June, so. What in the world is that? That was. That, that was, was something. Uh, yeah, that was. Uh... Gameplay. Yeah, that's the word I was looking for. Lord, it is late at night. I my brain does not want to flank. It is late. Uh let's move on then. Um it's gameplay from Kill a Kill. I'm watching the band band captain basically beat the snot out of somebody else. Kill a kill was an interesting anime. It was. You basically got stronger the more naked you got. Yeah, basically. And the more your cost, your outfit breathed on you. Yeah. Because he would do that <laughs> thing. It's like, mm, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think there's a TV show that uh, probably be interesting. It's coming out. I can hardly read it. It's highlighted in blue. What are you talking about? I'm talking about. Oh, uh, I'm so I clicked on your link, but your link is highlighted in blue, and I can't read the black ink behind it. <laughs> no, 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 no. The one uh, at Polygon. Uh, okay, so this is coming from Polygon from Owen's Owen Good. Uh, Final Fantasy 14 coming to TV with a live action series. Final Fantasy 14 will be adapted into a live-action television series from the production company responsible for Netflix's forthcoming adaptation, The Witcher, Sony's picture television announced today. So, yeah, Final Fantasy is coming into the world of live-action, brought to us by the same people who are bringing us The Witcher to Netflix. Hmm. Cool. So it's going to be a uh, Netflix show. Uh, is it going to be a Netflix show? It might be like a Netflix. Looks like it's going to be. It's going to be on Netflix, is it not? Oh, I don't know. Final Fantasy fourteen already has a live action TV series, but with a different approach. Netflix Final Fantasy fourteen Dad of Light tells the story of a father and a son who rekindle their real life bond through Final Fantasy role playing game. Hmm, that sounds interesting. Right. 
Lots of noise going on at my house. Yeah. I'm happy you only play through my headset because if my dogs heard that, they'd go crazy. Yeah, my wife just got home from uh, from her parents' house, so the dogs are just flipping out. You're here. Why have you been gone? Yeah, pretty much. Oh my goodness, they are, they are being ridiculous. Oh, yes. All right. Yeah. Final Fantasy is coming to a TV series near you. Maybe. It's coming to a, to a TV series near you. Yeah, I was going to say a TV near you, but then I was just like, mm, TV series, TV streaming. I don't I don't know. There's so many streaming thingies out there in the world right now. It's ridiculous. Yeah, that's something. Oh, I just hit my mic. I apologize. Oh, you're good. Uh, Patrick, I want to talk to you about something. Uh-oh. What is yeah. it? I received an email from Twitch saying oh. that... Uh, I have to have 90 non-bad <laughs> streams. Yeah, pretty much. Okay, so uh, Twitch, uh, in Twitch news, there is, uh, I got an email, I guess a lot of people did, got an email this week uh, saying that we have a new type of stream that's available called subscriber streams. And uh, yeah, to be a part of this, you have to uh, you have to be a Twitch affiliate or partner, obviously, to get subscribers. Mm -hmm. uh, you have to have broadcasted for 90 unique days as affiliate or partner without breaking the community guidelines. Yeah, so I'm guessing if you don't know what I'm talking about and you haven't seen this, you're like, what the heck is a subscriber stream? It's exactly what it sounds like. It's streaming to a private audience that only your subscribers, mods, and VIPs are allowed to be in. But the thing about it is, if you are not one of them, you can still go watch the channel, but you only get a glimpse of what is going on. And if you want to continue watching, you have the option to subscribe in. Yes. And Okay, so... Oh, cool. Uh, anyway, so I just, I just realized what one of the buttons on my mouse does. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't feel... I don't, I don't know. I don't like it. I don't know how you feel. How do you feel about it? I mean, you're a, I you're a like new affiliate, so I don't, you probably can't even do it yet, but. I don't oh, know. No, I've only streamed twice on affiliation, so I still have 88 more days. Yeah. How do you feel about this? I feel like for someone who has zero subscribers right now yeah. and zero everything else besides followers, uh, that would be, I mean, if I got like a good settlement of subscribers then i can understand it i can understand it like if you want to do like a something just for the subscribers like because i can understand when you're streaming you have all these random people just like bopping in going oh well he's got like x like i'm literally looking at somebody on the sidebar right now yeah. they've got 121,240 people watching them right yeah. now yeah he's playing mario kart double dash <laughs> good game uh, yeah it's uh Games done quick. They're supporting the Doctors Without Borders uh, fundraiser right now. Yeah. Uh, so very bad example. Let me use somebody else. Uh, <laughs> this person is has fourteen thousand eight hundred forty-one people watching them right now. If I was just a random individual, I'd go click on it to see what's going on. Like, what is making fourteen thousand people watch him? And yeah. I could see him. I'd be like, oh, okay, cool. Now, if I went and clicked on him, and I could only see like a good thirty seconds of what is going on, and then it told me. Uh, how, Patrick, you know, subscribers, they have to pay, don't they? Yeah, you get you get three subscription tier options. One costs $5, one costs 
uh, 10 or 15, and the other one is 25. I'm not even I remember how much the second one is. Regardless, you get to pay money. Yeah, see, so for me to bop in and see only 30 seconds of what 14,000 people are watching, and then I have to be like, hey, if you want to continue, hit the subscribe button. It seems like a way for Twitch to make more money because, mm-hmm. I mean, how, what's a good way to make it sound like? Uh, what's a what, good way to put it? Am I trying it to make like it sound a, good or am I trying to make it sound bad? Because I, I think I'm, I think it's just, just from the middle. Okay, uh, neutrally, it's, like a, it's a it's a good way. Trial. It's a good way for people to see that something is interesting and they want to be a part of it, so they subscribe. And it's a good way for Twitch to make money if you're coming from a neutral standpoint. However, I feel like this is all people like to us me, because of what happened with the Twitch lawsuit the other week. Possibly. Look, for something like for someone like me, I don't I subscribe to one person a month because I'm a I have Amazon Prime, so I get one free Twitch subscription. I, I don't have this money to throw out to people on Twitch. So if like I'm following somebody and they do this Twitch subscriber only stream. I get to watch thirty seconds of it, and then I'm done. That's it, because I can't because I can't afford to subscribe to them. So I get I get left out, and I don't know. I don't like that. I like the idea of it being a free service that if you have the money and you want to support them, throw them a subscription, throw them a donation, throw them some bits. Dead. You can now. This just gives another way for people to be not inclusive to a different people group, which I feel like a lot of the Twitch community is. Try to be as open to everyone as you possibly can, like be inclusive to everyone you can, and then this kind of just ends up being a way to shut off people who can't afford it. I don't know. Now, I, it could be good. It could be good. I could see it being good for really big. Streamers who want to get a more intimate setting with people who are always there. Okay, I was gonna say let's let's switch roles and let's talk about it as streamers. Because uh, I'm a I'm a small streamer. Like I got five viewers on average. So. Oh yeah, see, I'm below you. I have like two subscribers right now. So. I've got zero and uh, Max is probably about two. Uh, but yeah, from a streamer see? standpoint, I feel like those people who do subscribe, I could feel like that's a more intimate way to connect with them because then you could just be in a gameplay session where sure. it is just you and the people who pay to see you sure so and that, so that's why like it's... it's like a it's like a legal peep show basically yeah i think it works to some extent for the bigger for the bigger streamers the people who are getting hundreds or thousands of viewers on average mm-hmm. but for us who are like 200 viewers and less I'm not sure. I'm not sure it's needed, and they're no, they're like, I, I feel like seem like this really big thing. I feel like people a thousand or more go for it, a thousand or less hold off on it because I mean you could literally play non-streamer subscriber streams, and you still get that aspect of people coming in and be able to see you and see what your what your personality is like while you're doing everything. Yeah, because I, I, mean, I actually if I only would... came in for thirty seconds. You literally cannot figure out somebody in 30 seconds from a stream. No, no, not at all. Like, I don't know in the first 30 seconds whether I want... Like, I can tell in the first 30 seconds 
whether I'm going to like the game that's being played and whether I'm whether or not that's really about all like I sit there like if I go into a new streamer and I want to know if I want to like I want to figure out if I'll watch this person later I hang out for like five ten minutes I mean I hang out for a while yeah and then I decide hey this is somebody I, I'd probably like to hang out in the stream some more I give them a follow or whatever and then we'll go from there but 30 seconds I ain't gonna do it mm. anyway I don't know Twitch and maybe and it, maybe I'm biased because I think Twitch has been making a lot of weird decisions to not help small streamers. Um, yeah, their money's at. They're a big company. Yeah, I know. Even though I think it'd make them even more money if every like if Twitch grew, like Twitch needs to grow, and the best way for Twitch to grow is not only to grow the the small amount of huge streamers you have, but to grow this wide player base or viewer base on smaller streamers as well and lift them up to become bigger streamers. But that's just me. That's what I would aim to do. And I don't think they're aiming to do that. I think they're aiming to boost those who are already huge. Make the rich richer, make the poor poor. Okay, Robin. Nope, that's not Robin Hood. (laughs) Steal from the rich and give to the needy. Yeah, that's Robin Hood. There we go. Anyway, that's how I feel. But that's just me. Some other people. I want to talk to some partners about it. Twitch partners and see what they think. Yeah, Twitch partners. I know, those are those are big dogs. Yeah, I've already I've only talked to one Twitch partner about it, and he does not like the idea. But it's only one person, so yeah, I haven't talked to anyone else about it. Out of the billions on here. Yeah. So maybe I mean maybe the bigger streamers, maybe the people who are partnered who have gotten that high have earned that accolade kind of think it's a cool idea actually there's one guy i want to ask about it and i'm pretty sure he'll be against it but uh because because of just the way he does twitch but i don't know he may actually think it's pretty good but whatever you know if y'all like it if y'all think that's a cool idea great and if if i'm part of the minority even better twitch you made a good move but i don't know as of right now i'm not happy about it but again i hope i'm part of the minority and i hope the community likes it because then that makes Twitch like actually seem like they're listening to the people. Yeah, I mean, the only, only way I could figure this would be any type of beneficiary is beneficial is if you just want to do like a let's play. I'm just gonna keep calling it a let's play. It's like my only go to, and it's <laughs> you and the people who you have had that have just fallen in love with you and are like, I want to subscribe to this person. Yeah, and so therefore you're getting a revenue off of them. Therefore you just basically like, hey, you know what? Today is going to be a streamer's play. I'm just going to stream just with my subscribers. Uh, If you want to, you can get a 30-second clip. If you want to subscribe, then hey, more power to you. I greatly appreciate it, but I will be back to my normal schedule later this week. Yeah, okay, so that that last part you said right there, I think this only works well – if you do it in addition to your normal schedule, it's not like you're replacing one of your normal, like I stream three times a week, even though that's been a little short because of baby stuff and uh, podcast stuff. But regardless, if I if I stream on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and then I go, all right, I'm going to start only doing Fridays as 
subscriber streams. Well, then that just cuts out a stream for the viewers who aren't subscribers. I think if you're going to do that, you go, hey, we're doing a special stream on Tuesday or Saturday, and it's going to be a subscribers only stream. That could work. Could. But I don't know. Again, I hope I'm a part of the minority, but I don't feel like it. Regardless. It's, it's, I feel from like the middle, it's a double-edged sword. From the middle ground. From the middle ground. Uh, Twitch is making money off of it because there will probably be more subscribers, especially to the bigger channels, and uh, gives you a chance to reward your subscribers. Hopefully driving growth. But I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, this is just now announced. So maybe it ends up being really good. Please be really good. Maybe. Maybe. Do you want to uh, talk about... Um, okay, yeah, deals going on or yeah so we talked about it a little but I really want you I, let's just talk about our opinions on air yes maybe modern fight oh maybe <laughs> modern flight maybe okay uh, okay yeah this this I'm, not, a, I'm not a fan a of it. I'm really sticky, not. Sticky situation. Okay, so this story is literally everywhere, but I'm pulling the article off of Kutaku, and it is the title, Two Weeks After Suspending Dr. Disrespectful for Live Streaming in a Bathroom, aka a public area at E3 where children are present. I mean, yes, E3 is a 17 and older only kind of convention, but there are children on site because some people are parents. Uh, after only two weeks of being banned, he has been restored all his privileges back to his Twitch channel. So hmm. the aspect of this is that Dr. Disrespectful went live streaming at E3, walked into a bathroom, into a stall, live streaming the entire thing. Nobody's consent, nobody knowing about it until he got in there that got him banned for two weeks and got him banned from E3. And I feel like a two-week punishment for something like that, especially inside the video, there was a child in the video that I, I feel like a two weeks is nothing. I feel like they should have done a whole lot more. Yeah, I, and I'm not, I'm not a Twitch person, so I don't, I mean, I, I say I'm not working for Twitch, so I don't know their standards, and I don't know... I don't know if they're being consistent with it. It sounds to me like they're giving him special treatment because he's Dr. Disrespect. But, man, there's a line and there's common sense. And you cannot go into a public restroom, especially men's restrooms where urinals don't have doors. There's basically no privacy that children could possibly be using. And you're live streaming it onto the internet. Cannot do that. That is a line that cannot be crossed. Exactly, and I I, I, I I say male restroom, but I don't ever go into female restrooms. I don't know how, I don't know if people just regularly leave doors open there or not. But I mean, regardless, a lot in the bathroom, so there's no telling. Regardless, you cannot live stream in a restroom, a public restroom. I don't care if you're live streaming in your restroom, whatever. It's but, just your toilet, your tub, and your sink. Right, as long as you're not you showing your nude body on your stream, I don't care what you do. On stream, but you can't be in a public restroom where people are basically exposing themselves because they have to to go to the bathroom. 
and you're in there filming. And I know in the video there wasn't any nudity, but still, crossed a line. And it probably should have been dealt with a bit harder. Uh, especially since uh, I think Dr. Disrespect has been banned before from Twitch. Or suspended, I should say. Yes, yes he has. And one of those incidents was literally for beating his girlfriend on stream. Yeah, see, that needs to, uh, I don't know. If he keeps doing it, it seems like he just needs to be yeah, gotten rid of. But he's one of uh, Twitch's biggest streamers, and he makes exactly. them a whole he's, uh, lot of money. What was it? He has exactly approximately 20,000 subscribers and 3.2 million followers. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it's just part. I don't know. It's baloney. And then, like, I mean, a lot of people out there and other people's comments on it is, okay, so if Twitch was to completely ban him, what's going to stop him from moving to a completely different platform? And then, poof, that platform is going to get all his revenue income. Yeah, so he oh, could yeah, because he would just... He could go to YouTube. Exactly. Uh, uh, yeah, Modern Flight. You see Modern Flight's comment? Yeah, it just popped up in the corner and, like, it caught my eye. Mm -hmm. WTF, he shouldn't be here... If he is bleeping, <laughs> if he effing streamed him, streamed him beating his own girlfriend, Womp I, girlfriend, uh, yeah, I, I that okay. I see, to me, that's that's worse. I think that would be worse than streaming in a public restroom if no nudity I feel was like shown. That'd be perfect evidence oh, for be assault prison. battery. Mm. I don't know. I. I think, I don't, I, I don't, to be honest, I don't really like Dr. Disrespect. I kind of think he's a, a douche, but that's also mm -hmm. what he plays. That's his care. That's his persona on Twitch. So. Yeah, that shit. is his persona. I mean, even one of his fans, this is what gets me, is literally he hinted the day his band came off that he'd be coming back to streaming and literally, his chat on his stream was just blowing up. Yeah. Like, nonstop. Just at it. One of his fans said, all these other channels shaking in their boots over Doc's return. The face of Twitch is back. Twitch is so lucky. Yep. I'm trying to find where he's been banned before. Twitch declined I... to uh, comment on Dr. Disrespectful to Kotaku. So they did not comment on anything about it. Let's see. Yeah. Uh, in December 2017, he took a two-month hiatus from streaming to tend to his relationship with his wife after having admitted to being unfaithful to her. Beam and his wife have a daughter. He returned on February 5th with a total peak of... Oh, no. That's not what I was looking at. Shoot. I thought that was mentioning... I can't find uh, I can't find his other suspensions. <laughs> yeah, regardless, I was earlier and I couldn't find nothing. Regardless, dude, dude probably should have been banned for longer. There are there are lesser people who have been banned for longer, for way less than what he did, and he gets the special treatment because he's a big Twitch streamer. Like, be consistent, Twitch. Be consistent. If you're going to ban me, which I haven't been banned, but if you're going to ban me for the exact same thing, but like permanently or for months, then he needs the same treatment. 
I don't care how many subscribers he has. I don't care how many followers he has. I don't care the revenue he brings to you. You have to be consistent. But whatever. I'm yeah, not running. Like, I'm also I'm not running a successful YouTube business. Video, and he's got the short little bodyguard just following around. If that doesn't scream douchey, I don't know what does. Well, I mean, he does have a mullet and a massive mustache, and he wears. Yeah, he, that's a porno stash. Yeah, and he and he wears the polarized sunglasses everywhere. Oh, yeah. Dude, massive. Anyway, he's really popular. A lot of people like him. If you like him, uh, you know, kudos to you. Kudos We're to not going to bash your opinion. I'm I don't just, care. This this is our opinion. Yeah, I, I mean, if you like him, that that's fine with me. I I am my own person, and I can think what I want to think, and you are your own person, and you can think what you want to think. I mean, hey, I don't care. Like, if you like right. him, awesome. If you subscribe to him, awesome. If after this video you want to go subscribe to him. Go do it. He's on Twitch, and that's all that matters. All right. I don't make the decisions. Mike doesn't make the decision. The the decisions. So the muscles. you're free. The most decisions. You're free to do what you want to do. So uh, if that's what you want to do, go do it, and I will not judge you for it. You're a real person. Well, that's right. We're all entitled to our own opinions. Free will. That's right, and we can all say what we want to say. Exactly. That's the freedom of speech, and that's why we have a podcast. Yep. And uh, be careful what you say, because even when you have the freedom to say what you want to say, there are still consequences. I know, because people are get really burnt hurt about certain things that you say. Oh, goodness. You can't say you can't say anything that you believe in without somebody getting all upset about it. That's the internet for you, though. Oh, the internet's really bad. It is, but that's why you just have to use those two magical words that get you out of any kind of trouble. Uh, in all due respect... That's, That's not, not two, two words. words. <laughs> What's the two words? I'm sorry. No, no offense. Oh, no offense. Yes, you're right. Actually, I guess you'd say three words because you could say no offense, but. Uh, true. I'll, I, do, no I guess offense. it depends. If you're starting your sentence or ending it. Yeah, that's true. I if mean, you end if you wanna, it, it's only two wanna, words. Yeah, if you want to start it. No offense, you, but. No offense. <laughs> no offense, but. You're ugly. Oh, thanks. <laughs> no I, offense but i was uh there are prettier people in the world i was i was i was gonna be really really pissed off that you said that to me but you let uh, it with no offense so no offense, i'm okay so with I'm it i'm not gonna take any offense to it yeah I uh, how that works. let's see you're you're never right on the internet only occasionally said modern flight oh no yeah. you're never right on the internet nobody can be right on the internet even if you're right you can't be right Nope. If Actually, you're, right, you're wrong. The fact that you just said that on the internet, you're wrong. No, you can be right. Yeah. And so the fact that I'm saying I can be yourself. right is you're wrong. Negative so. now. Congratulations. Everybody's wrong. This podcast, all the news we're talking about, it's all wrong. It's, exactly. it's all wrong. We're just pulling it out of our butts. Yep. We're making this all up on the spot. Hopefully, we're pretty accurate though with it. I think so. If not, then some of these news sites we go to really need to update their stuff. Yeah. All right. Uh. Anyway, I could talk about being mad about stuff like this for for a while. But I don't see any reason to. We got our opinions across, and that's that. Yep. End of that discussion. So there we go. Moving on. <laughs> what do we got next? Holy crap! Next, we are talking about all the deals that are on wheels here in town. Deals on uh, wheels. 
So, like we were speaking of earlier, I even told you because of, uh, my favorite games on sale for $1.50. Oh, yes. Uh, Steam is having their summer sale. It is an iconic thing that happens every year, and it is back. Millions of games are on sale, uh, $10 or less for popular indie, third-party, uh, hidden gems, whatnots. DLC. Uh, there, are, there are, like, big games on sale, too. Say what now? There are, like, big games on sale, too. Yep, first like party X, like AAA. XCOM two, Civilization six. I don't know. There's the a whole bunch game of stuff. with like Abe Lincoln on the front of it. Uh, no, I don't think no. Abe Lincoln's on the front of it. Not Civilization six. Okay. Uh, there you go. R wait, R two D two. What? Are you talking about my phone? Sorry. Oh, Modern Flight, just a guess. What the RDR2? What are you talking about? That's not R2D2. What? RDR2? Red Dead it? Redemption 2. Oh, I don't know if it's on sale or not. I'll see it. Divinity Original Sam franchise is up to 90% off. Borderland franchise is 97% off. I got you, Modern Flight. Um, are you listening at home or in your car or wherever you're at, stuck at the bottom of a whale? Uh, this is a visual media, so you don't really get to see what we're talking about. Saints Row franchise up to 80% off. Bioshock fran franchise up to 75% off. You hush your mouth. That's amazing. Oh, yes. Actually, that might be something I get. Do it, please. That's that's my second favorite game in the world. Bioshock Remastered is $6.59. Bioshock that's... 2 is $6.59. And Bioshock Infinite is $7.49. Do they not have the... Bioshock Collection. They had the Bioshock Collection available for $15. There you go. Holy crap, that's fantastic. Uh, they have Minerva's Den remastered for 5 bucks. Yeah, Minerva's Den is a DLC for Bioshock 2. Yeah. Oh, they have the Season Pass bundle available for $15 on Bioshock Infinite. Yep, Infinite has a completely separate storyline, which actually takes base takes place in Rapture. But, I mean, if you're going to buy the Bioshock Infinite Plus Season Pass, you might as well buy the collection which comes with it, which is yep. also the same price. Yep. And it comes with uh, Columbia's Finest. Again, that's Holy one crap. of those games that I own on every system. I'm going to have to get that. Ooh, I really think Ghost so. Ghostface is on Dead by Daylight. Elder Scrolls, 50% off. That's another one I might have to get. Tales franchise. <gasps> the Tales franchise. 50% off for Tales of Vesperia. Uh, no. Survival games. Nope. Featured. Most <sighs> featured franchises. Oh, man. Ah, oh, there's more than just four of these games isn't there tells yeah oh yeah oh well there's only four on steam i guess yeah no Ooh, i was like dark siders like, franchise i thought there was like a two. bunch of these you can get dark siders one for four dollars dark siders two for six dollars and dark siders three for twenty dollars and forty cents oh the witcher franchise uh the witcher three oh that's expansion pass Ooh, dishonored Life is Strange. Ooh, there's Naruto. If you want to play a Naruto game. 
The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt Game of the Year Edition, 15 bucks. Holy crap. Steam, this is why I'm broke. Right. Middle Earth franchise. franchise. The Star Wars franchise, oh my gosh. The $292 complete collection is only $83. I think Patrick's about to spend $83. literally killing me that i'm not buying this right now like i'm literally dying i'm literally dead actually well we're dying every minute so i'm literally dead right now i just died <sighs> man i mean i don't i don't really need all of them but we're talking about like star i need all of them <laughs> uh empire at war is seven bucks monoflake Republic. Uh, bioshock Goodness. is absolutely amazing it is my second favorite game in the world uh i own it on ps2 xbox 360 xbox one ps4 pc i own it on five different systems for crying out loud oh my goodness galactic battlegrounds is only two bucks i'll be getting that i mean it's only six bucks normally but it's only two bucks right now so i'll be getting that um i'll probably i might get empire at war that's seven bucks that's only 10 bucks spending why are they at war though uh because people you know kill people mm. yeah that's how it works uh is there anything else really good tropico franchise up to 80 percent off i've always been interested in the tropico series just haven't played it uh, your guess is as good as mine. My attention just got captured by Aperture Hand Lab, which is a VR-style game from Aperture Labs, which is the uh, labs that are behind the Portal games. Wolfenstein franchise. Lots of money off. Man. Ugh, I'm going to go broke. You are. And I now have a gaming PC, so I might too. No Man's Sky is 30 bucks. I still have it for the PS4. I bought it on day one when it launched, and I've been a go-to, never diss it fanboy. Have you? Yep. I have it for uh, Rebel Scum is why. That's right. That's why the Empire's at War. Uh, I have it for uh, Xbox One, so I definitely didn't get it day one. But, I don't know. Themes, like all the updates and stuff have made it really good. Oh, absolutely. It actually is a good game. I enjoy it when I play it. Me too. I haven't played it enough, but I uh, I do enjoy it. I know, because my happy butt, I literally got uh, I got a new game in the mail, and we'll talk about it in a second. Oh. And that's where all my time's been. So thank you, freaking Bethesda. So that's the, that's the Steam summer sale. Whole bunch of stuff. Guys, check out Steam if you're a PC gamer, because, well, you're going to go broke, and it's a good yep. thing. It's a good reason to go broke. Or, I mean, you might get everything in your cart and save up, and you never know. When you hit buy now, it might say, you saved $3,296.14. Uh, yeah. Well, if you buy everything, you probably save more than that. Oh, absolutely. I don't, I don't, I don't have enough money to save $3,000 and some odd dollars. Yeah. That, that's a I, weird way to say either. that. But I just paid a credit card bill off, so I'm... I'm yeah, flat. I'm glad that we're buying a new AC unit sometime. So, uh, no, thank you. And you money's a little away. Money's a little uh, tight-ish. 
Meh, it happens. It does uh, happen. Another deal is on Mass Genie, you can get a 12-month subscription of Xbox Live for only $40. $40. Which is $19.99 savings. Yep. Uh, probably st- still just go and get the... If you have a computer and an Xbox, just go get the Ultimate. The uh, Game Pass Ultimate. I mean, that sale's still going on, so you can literally just go buy this for 40 bucks and then pay the dollar and switch it over. What? That's all you have to do? Yeah, just pay the dollar and switch it over. And you get a whole year of Game Pass Ultimate? That is what the news has been for my side. That's what I've been told by all my people that I work with in different stores. And it's Ultimate, not just Xbox Game Pass. Yes. Holy crap. Right? Uh, that's another thing I should do, but dang it, I'm probably not going to. Money. 40 bucks. Hey, somebody want to donate us uh, like 80 bucks so we can both go sign up for this? Somebody want to subscribe? 80 bucks, 80 bucks, 80 bucks. Blood is exasperated. I am very exasperated. All the savings that I could potentially have is killing nice. me. Killing me. It's killing me. Modern Flight, it's killing me. Ooh, your next little ordeal. I want to know when that's happening. Wait, what? Uh, best Prime Day gaming deals. What discounts to expect on Switch, Xbox One, and PS4. Amazon Prime Day 2019 is quickly approaching us. Mm-hmm. And with it, you'll find some of the best gaming deals available in all of 2019. Games that are normally cost you $60, you'll see their prices slashed during this event and consoles often bundles with games, will be available for a far below their standard price. Also, yes, uh, Modern Flight, I am dead. Literally dead. If you've been waiting to stock up on game goodies, there are few opportunities better than Prime Day, considering the one-day sale has been extended for 48 hours. You should have plenty of time to find what you're looking for. Oh, that's right. In the past, it has been extended from just one day to a two-day sale because it was blowing sh- out of the water. Yes. Yes, it is. Okay, so, for example, Xbox One S, one terabyte version with Battlefield 5 bundle is $225, and it's normally $300. That's $75 savings right there. $20 savings on the uh, PlayStation 4 Pro, one terabyte. Um... Looks like a $10 saving on the uh, Nintendo Switch refurbished Neon Bundle. Oh, Ogato Stream Mini, Stream Deck Mini for all you streamers out there is normally 100 bucks. It's only $70 right now. Ooh. That's, that'd I never be nice. knew what a Stream Deck was. They just look fun. Uh, you totally need to watch some videos on them. They, could, they can do really cool things for streams. July 15th and 16th is Prime Day. Yes. You know what? I probably won't be buying anything on Prime Day. Oh, I will. Uh, yeah, hey, totally, Modern Flight. Look for look on Amazon Prime Day. They always have gaming stuff on there. You you could prefer for War Thunder, yes. You'll probably get yourself a joystick set. There probably is one going to be on sale on there. Definitely need to be checked. Definitely need to check it out. Uh, next month. July, what was it, 16th and 17th? 15th and 16th. 15th and 16th. I repeat, July 15th and 16th. Oh, yeah. Uh, for example, you already probably read this, but Mortal Kombat 11, Sekiro, Shadows Die Twice, and Devil May Cry 5 will are potential candidates for games that could be cut 
by 20 bucks. Don't uh, know if they I actually already, will, but... I already have Devil May Cry 5. Yeah, well... Bought it day one. I know. How I'm many games guy. do you own? Uh, with the new ones I got in the mail, because I received three games. Well, four. So that bumps it up. So 576. Goodness. Holy crap. Yep, I received, what was it? I got Rage 2, which is where all my time has been spent. I got Luigi's Haunted Mansion Dark Moon for the 3DS. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. I, I got through the first little part of it, got stuck, and I was like, I will YouTube this later. I got Bloodstain for the Xbox One today because someone was selling it for $10 on eBay. What? Yep. The new game, Bloodstain. Yep, the new one. They gave me the code. They sold me the digital code, and I got to digitally download the game. Wow. Yep, ten bucks. I ended up say it's originally thirty nine ninety nine, so I saved twenty nine dollars. Wow. Right. That's crazy. I was happy. Mm. When I can save money on a video game, I take it. And if I can save thirty dollars on one video game, I will take it. Yeah, I probably bought it for ten bucks. Exactly, and then also Crash Bandicoot uh, Nitro Racing for the Switch. Yeah. How about that? How about that? Those are the four games added to my fun little library of now 576. All right, guys. So uh, so if you're like me and you see all these games and you're like, I'm broke. And then you go, oh, my gosh, it's a Steam sale. I can't even play on PC anyway. Well, okay, let's say uh, you have a little bit of money and you are going to build yourself a PC or buy one, but you want to upgrade your keyboard, but you're on a budget. I have a list of uh, the best gaming keyboards of under 100 bucks for 2019, and this is according to CNET, and it's written by Joshua Goldman. So CNET.com uh, came out with a list of, I think it was seven. Seven of the best gaming keyboards you can get for under a hundred bucks. So yeah, here we go. I'm just gonna read them off. Uh, we got we got uh, first one on the list. They have and I don't they didn't number it. I'm gonna assume this is number seven. The Logitech G413 Carbon. It is a full size keyboard. Comes with the number pad and everything. I don't know if it's full RGB, but it definitely has red backlights at the very least. Um, it looks like it's going to be about 70 bucks. So it's got to, it's got to have full RGB for that. Regardless, it says it's pretty, uh, tactile. comes with the braided USB cable. Um, yeah, looks like it looks like a pretty nice keyboard too. It's got like a brush metal finish on it. Uh, moving on, we got the Razer Sinosa Chroma. Uh, and it's going to be coming in about $45. Uh, It'll, it'll have RGB on it being a chroma keyboard. There's also Ra Razer's HyperShift feature that lets you set up a secondary set of functions for your keys that are accessed with the shift key you choose, which is totally cool. Uh, also, you'll get Synapse 3, which is you can just download it on your computer. Next, they have the Aki KMG6. Uh, it might be RGB if you're really into that, but it's 36 bucks. Uh, it's using Otemo uh, Blue switches, which are really clicky, uh, but... That's okay. They're a little loud. I think I'm using blue switches, actually. Yes, I'm using blue Did switches. Blue or glue? Blue. blue and also, okay. if you're listening to blue switches, 
they're very very clicky but they they feel really good they don't have a whole lot of weight behind them so really easy to push the buttons down without any effort uh you got the red dragon k561 visnu uh thing about red dragons is they are typically the top top of the line budget keyboards so like if you're looking under 50 bucks red dragon is the way to go this keyboard is not a full keyboard it is a 60 percent doesn't have the uh doesn't have the number pad on it if you want the number pad i would just avoid this one but it's 40 bucks looks really good too it's a nice looking keyboard um logitech g613 wireless it's a wireless keyboard coming in at around holy crap they don't have the price how they not have the price hold on i'll give you a price coming in at around 73 dollars. that is on sale from 130 dollars. so if you're looking for something on sale that's a way to go wireless it's logitech it's going to be good it's a full-size keyboard has a nice wrist rest on it uh, next one they have up on here is the Amazon Basics Mechanical Field Gaming Keyboard. Uh, yeah, just skip this one. <laughs> it literally says that. And it says, I'm only mentioning this keyboard because of its high rating on Amazon. That definitely doesn't jive with our experience. It's huge, clunky, and generic and won't win any design awards. And you definitely won't mistake it for a genuine mechanical keyboard. However, the keyboard is only around $25 and does have some uh, decent gaming features from the money though, like RGB lighting, whole keyboard only. That is, if you get the whole keyboard only. Uh, and a row of five macro keys, three profile mode keys uh, for up to 15 macro keys, total and gray keycaps for the WSAD arrow keys. So there's that. I mean, macro keys on a $25 keyboard with three profiles, that's pretty good. Um, yeah, so that's that list. Um, again, if you're looking really cheap, Amazon Basics, 25 bucks. If you're wanting to not get Amazon Basics because I, you know, anyone can understand why, hit up that Red Dragon. That gives, that's my recommendation on that. Red Dragon has a pretty good history with uh, gamers and being cheap. Like, good quality, cheap. Anyway, that's that. That's deals on uh, some of that stuff. Uh, now... If you're continuing on with your, your your gaming build and you're like, goodness, um, I just wanna I just wanna build my computer. I got my cheap keyboard that'll get me through until I can afford a new one. But I'm really missing out on flight. some hard uh, hardware. What 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 do you say? Uh, yes, July fifteenth, sixteenth. Yep. All right, Modern Flight. Hey, peace out, dude. Thanks for showing up, man. Really appreciate it. Uh. But totally or uh, more deals going on this has deals for like a tv so if you're looking for a tv you can get it at 600 bucks. it's a tcl 65 inch 4k smart tv for 700 bucks really good deal 600 dollars off uh but we're looking at things like the the western digital black 500 gigabyte nvme ssd for 100 bucks that's 30 dollars off uh you can get some chromebooks but those aren't really gamings we're, we're trying to find you some no, gaming stuff no they're not <laughs> Samsung Evo Select 128 28 gigabyte micro SD card for 21 bucks. That's only four dollars off, but it's a good price for a Samsung SSD. Uh, if you're looking for more gaming deals, the Logitech G502 Hero Gaming Mouse is the one I'm using, which I am thoroughly satisfied with. It's a 56 bucks, 24 dollars off. Yes, Mike gave me that my mouse like that. 
Uh, also, if you want to play games, Mortal Kombat 11, $10 off right now. And the Logitech G Pro Hero Gaming Mouse is $58, which is $11 off. So uh, go help yourself out. Definitely check out those uh, the Western Digital Black NVMe SSD and the Samsung Evo uh, SSD. Uh, my, uh, my, that's a micro SD card. What? Forget that, what I was talking about, the, S the Samsung. Forget that, it's a micro SD card. The one you're looking at is the Western Digital Black M.2 uh, NVMe. Yeah, go check that out. Anyway, that's all I have for the deals. You heard him. Go check it out. Go check it out. Which moves us on to the weekly session of The Blame Game. Yep. The game where we take all of our frustration, anger, and blame it on whatever the heck's been taking up our lifetime yes. of this week. And what has it our been for forest. you? I know you just said you got some new games, so I know those you're going to have some uh, of that. Yeah, so two of the games I actually have been playing, I put a lot. I've put... I got the game last Friday morning. It came in the mail finally, which was uh, Bethesda's Rage 2. Uh, yes. I was watching a lot of people play it, and I was like, oh, you got guns and powers. That reminds me of Bioshock. I want it now. <laughs> I got it. I am not dissatisfied at all. Not dissatisfied. Good. That's good. Absolutely enjoy the game. Uh, within Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I put in 13 hours on the game. Whoa. I know, and I was off this weekend, so trust me, I was doing housekeeping and whatnot, but I got to put 13 hours into the game. Super fun. The story is really well-driven. Uh, you're in the, the giant area. For a lot of you, you probably already played Rage, or if some of you have no idea what I'm talking about, I'm going to give you a little spill down of it. Uh, giant, giant map. Literally, there are hundreds of things to do, because the more you drive across the map or fly across the map you unlock more and more things like uh gangster dens to go break up uh fuel places to go blow up uh mutant nests uh dead rangers bodies to go to recover their dog tags or audio files uh what else what else what else what else there's just a bunch of different little ordeals to do and the thing about it is is uh there are three main subcategories you get to go through, and each of the little side tracks that you do on the map is color-coded, and each color represents one of the three people you have to work for. And the more you do for that person, the more you level up that one person. Oh, that's so, cool. uh, like discovering arcs, which is where you get your new weapons and your new powers, that levels up the doctor. Uh, doing things that like helps cities and civilians, that levels up the mayor. And going out and beating the snot out of dens and taking down baddies and blowing up monsters, that levels up the commander. Hmm. I don't know their names off the top of my head. But <laughs> you just level them up. And the more you level them up, the more stuff you get. And like I literally sat there for a good four hours just doing everything for the doctor. Yeah. If you get the doctor to level seven, he gives you something called the uh, Icarus. And the Icarus is literally a flying scooter. And it saves me so much time getting from point A to point B. Because I can literally <laughs> fly there now instead of driving the giant map. Oh, that's nice. Oh, yeah. So, like, superpowers so far. I've got double speed, which will just boost me everywhere. i got dash. I've got uh, ground pound. I've got force push. And I've oh, got... Star uh, Wars. Okay. Yeah. 
And I've got this one ability where you throw a projectile and it either sucks everybody in and keeps them levitated in the air, causing yeah. two times damage, or you can throw it at your feet and it shoots you into the sky. Whoa. Exactly. That's been where a lot of my time's gone. And also um, Crash Team Racing. Nitro Racing for the Switch. Me and my brother have been going back and forth with that. He thought he could beat me. Uh, he came in <laughs> first place on the very first race of a cup. And then at the end of the cup, I came in third place out of all the people. He came in sixth. So he, nice. he lost. I you won. beat him. You beat him. I did. And on top of that work, i literally been all over Tennessee and Kentucky this past week. I put 1,200 miles onto a car. And that's literally where... That's where really all my time's been. Yeah, oh, that'll do it. Uh, for me, uh, work, of course, but not like you. you working, you've been driving a lot more than me. Um, I don't know. Uh, baby stuff, of course. Oh, and I spent a number of days at the beach. That took up a lot of time. You know, just to make you all jealous. Yep. I was at Panama City from Wednesday to through Sunday. Yep. Loved it every single minute. Mm. Ready to go back. Nope. That won't be happening until October. I'll be going back to the beach. But for a whole week. Super excited. Mm. Anyway, so that's that's I been mine. Beach in November. My blame game is literally I was at the beach, so uh I'm not complaining. That's a good thing to blame uh my lack of production on. Yeah, I can understand that. <laughs> Oh, Mike, you got any final thoughts? Final thoughts? No. I mean, we we covered a lot. We did. We covered we covered more than I thought we'd be able to this week. Yeah. Especially for, for a late start. Yeah, and we're still also in the uh that that post E3 slump, so yeah. I mean, now we're just waiting for more news to come out, more stuff to drop, more announcements, and then on top of that, we've got the Steam sale going on, so there's things that we can pick off of that. And yep. I mean, like you said, we have Amazon Prime Sale Day coming up soon. Uh, and it's almost the first week of July, so there's no telling what's going to happen there. Because there's probably some third-party indie games that we haven't even oh, yeah. touched no doubt. that are coming out. And and now that we're going into July, we'll be like that full month away from E3. You'll start to see more news coming out. We'll start to get some release dates for later in the year and stuff like that. So... I don't know. We're get we're getting to a more news filled time, so stick with us, guys. Yep. Stick with hey, us. It's only episode four for us, so I mean, we're doing yeah. what we can. Hey, I I I have enjoyed it. It's been fun. I've have no egrets. No regrets. Egrets. Egrets. Not even one letter. Not even one letter. <laughs> All right, dude. All right, guys, y'all know who I am. My name is Blood Thringa or Patrick on here. You can follow me on Twitter and all the other places. And um, I'm BioGamer, also known as Mike. You can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, or hey, just go see my Twitch channel. I'm going to be playing some Rage and Crash Bandicoot this weekend. Right, that guy. New games. Uh, I'm going to be downloading some MMOs and uh, oh, oh, high five. High five. Do it. Okay, ready? One. Two, three, boop. Ah, yes, that was good. Uh, I'm going to be downloading some MMOs and trying them out, and I'll probably even stream a couple of them on uh, this channel. So 
Aw, snap. Be sure to follow my channel. Be sure to follow uh, BioGamer over there. And be sure to follow this channel if uh, you're watching on YouTube. Come to Twitch. Follow it here. If you're listening on the podcast, go to Twitch. Follow it here. Guys, be sure to hit that iTunes stuff. We really, really appreciate that. Be sure hit to that hit that like. follow hard up there. Yeah, hit that follow. Hit the subscribe. Like us. Do whatever you got to do to make sure you hear us when we go live. soon because we do not stream enough. No. And we also don't have enough followers on Twitch. So go follow us on Twitch. Right. Help us out. Anyway, guys, I love your faces. I'm sure Mike does too. I love your voices. Love your voices. He can't see your faces. No, nope. and I can't hear you either. So, hey. Hey, but he still loves you anyway. Exactly. Anyway, guys. Bye-bye. Bye. See you next week.